Blessings, everyone. This is Brother Messenger Lookman Calhoun. All right, y'all. God bless everybody. We thank you guys for just listening, saying, where are the two crazy weirdos that are just walking for God um, and giving love, relationship advice? We hope y'all blessed today. I am Sherelle, one of your hosts of our podcast, When I'm With You. Yep. And and we're here (laughs) with a wonderful message coming right now to you. <laughs> yeah, we hope you're laughing, feeling good today and blessed. And we, we're just going to give some just encouragement advice. I think the best encouraging advice that anyone can give is not based on what you've seen on TV, not based on what you've heard another say, but truly based on your own life experience. Absolutely. And with that being said, guys, uh, feeling just led today, we've talked a, a lot of things about encouragement. Keep going through hard presses in life, specifically um, encouragement for married couples. Now we want to talk about the ones that are either dating or you are waiting, right. waiting on the Lord right. um, to send you someone. How do you keep that encouragement within yourself to say, God, when am I going to get married? Right, right. And again, we understand that uh, uh, we living in the in this decade that everybody wants wants somebody and they don't want to be alone. So uh, for those individuals that really want God's to really want God to bless you and really want to settle down and and, and have a home and be with the right one, uh, we just want to encourage those those couples that are those single individuals that are looking for a purpose in life with uh, with a God filled person. Absolutely. What's one of the hardest things that I think that we as people, individuals, um, have to do in our own personal lives when we are setting out to make a goal? Um, reaching a particular platform yeah. that we want to get to. We're planning and we're um, we're setting things up for our future. It's a wait. There is a long suffering sometimes. Sometimes we may have to wait days on something. Sometimes we may have to wait weeks on something. Sometimes we may have to wait months on something. And sometimes, y'all, we may have to wait years. This is where Lupin and I want to share some of our journey um, before he and I even met. But before we do that, guys, as we say here on When I'm With You, um, that podcast that is dedicated to all forms of relationship, love, and especially God's direction, we want to still share God's word. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read Psalms 27 and verse 14. Psalms 27? I'm going to read Psalms 27 and verse 14. Okay. And it says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Hmm. That's Psalms 27, 14, guys. And then I'm going to turn over to another scripture that is basically almost telling us the same thing. Mm -hmm. God is repetitive with his word, not to just be repeating it over and over again, but he wants us to be encouraged to follow the scripture, even if it's something that you've heard before, because God is still saying to us assuredly, he's going to do that thing or whatever it is that we're waiting on when we wait on him. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to read Psalms 31 and verse 24. 
it basically says the same thing. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. So I'm going to pass it off to my husband and we'll just kind of get into some some good encouragement with the word. Okay. Simple word today. Praise the Lord. I'm going to stick in. I'm going to uh, stick with uh, uh, Psalms 27. And, and let me go to verse 13 and then I'm going to go down to 14 again. And I'm going to use the NIV version of the Bible and uh, give you a different uh, perspective of it. Uh, it says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord, verse 14, in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I was looking at this and most some of the Bibles, they they do give uh, dialogue and breakdown of those two, uh, pretty much all the scripture. But as I was reading, it says here, it's, it's given a concluding note of confidence and what the scripture is reading in verse 13 is is telling us the Lord is telling us goodness of the Lord and he's saying it's possibly referring to the good things that's promised in the Lord's covenant okay and that Lord's covenant with David but you got to also have a covenant with God Right. Have a personal relationship with God in your waiting, in your waiting, in order for God to say, I'm going to cover you under this covenant, because this is the purpose and the promise that I've given to his children. Okay, so when you're dealing with something and you're feeling alone and you're saying, "Okay, I'm tired of these dead end relationships. I'm Mm -hmm. tired of uh, relationships that start off promising, promising, (laughs) right, seeming promising, Uh, right. right, but but. At the end of it all, no matter how it ends, you know, some inroads don't always look the same, but it's still a dead end. Okay, regardless of. So now by going back to the father, by following the laws, commandments and statutes, by having a personal relationship with him, by honestly putting yourself in position, by sacrificing, by have long suffering, by doing the things that you know you should do in equipping yourself in the spirit to receive that 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 woman of God or receive that that man of God. Uh, you know, God will give purpose and promise and say, look, I'm going to cover you in that. And so uh, looking down verse 14, what the Lord is saying is wait on him. And this is faith, encouraging faith. You have to believe, okay? And so in your belief, God is encouraging you with faith, encouraging faith. That's that's pretty powerful because see, anytime God speaks, he's speaking with faith anyway. And so you have to believe that he can and that he will. Right. So this is where we want to share some of our beginning testimony um, individually as we were, we didn't even know each other at the time. And I know it's a woman or man, you know, you're waiting on that relationship. You're dating, not dating at all, just giving up on dating. It's easier said sometimes than done when you just say, oh, just wait on the Lord. But I am here to encourage and to empower that it can happen. When God says his word as simply as it is, be still and wait on me. He says, wait on the Lord. He says, and again, I say, wait again, 27 and 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage 
and he will strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Guys, before I met my husband in a series of relationships, um, I, I went through a series of what I thought was what I needed to do was date. And when we say when we were saying dating, we're not saying be, you know, out there just jumping from person to person. I think sometimes that's a mistake that we make because we're trying to do it in our own want, in our own. We have this list and we want them to look this certain way, to do this a certain way. And it's, it's good to have expectations. Right. Absolutely. Right. But the number one thing that has to be leading us in our weight Because the Bible says that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. Absolutely. But if we commit our way to the Lord, he'll bring it to pass. So God is saying, okay, have your expectations. But I know the list that is within the list because I am the creator of that list. He's saying, I'm going to give you the desires. I'm going to put it in your heart. But come to me first, commit your way to me first, and I will bring to you the things that you desire. Um, This is the truth. I honestly, at a time when I was praying for a husband, um, being by myself for years, and actually, to be honest, six and a half, almost seven years, yes. (laughs) Some of those years were times where I, I went to the Father and I was like, I want to be by myself. God, I want to find out who I am. And that's a healthy thing to do. That was a choice that I made within myself. Those choices sometimes came after being disappointed. Um, Maybe, like he said, we thought it was a promise in the beginning. I was dating a particular individual um, and maybe it didn't end well. Maybe, right, it was a dead-end situation. It didn't even have to be a bad situation that ended. It could have just been a dead-end. You knew that this person wasn't for you, right? Right. And you weren't for them. Just occupying time. Just occupying time. That's what I did not want to do. So I felt it has to be something greater for me out there. So let me just spend a little bit more time with me. Sometimes I think in this process while we're waiting, we're looking at relationships and comparing, oh, well, what if I had this relationship? That's a toxic thing to do. Um, We get angry with God. That can become a toxic thing in our spirit. Sometimes do we, (laughs) we can forget the scripture even tells us to love yourself, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. We are to love our neighbor, to be there for people, to pray for people. But that scripture also said to love yourself. Y'all, we forget to love ourselves sometimes. So I made a commitment within myself to say, you know what, God, I want to spend more time with you. Teach me about me. Teach Sherelle about Sherelle. And that became healthy for me. And as I was in my waiting with the Lord, he took my mind off of being, you know, just concentrating on being in a relationship. He took my mind off of just concentrating on being a wife or being married. And I began to love the things of life in the the season that I was in to be single. And before I knew it, two years passed by, Mm. three years passed by, I was occupied with other great things. That's not to say within that process... I was not still wanting the desire to be married, but God made the weight on my heart. Like he said, he would strengthen your heart to where it became peaceable for me. And then seven years throughout my way, eventually um, there was a time that I met this gentleman over here, (laughs) not even expecting it. And we'll share a little bit more of our testimony, uh, you know, down the road some, but I moved into a place where this but, gentleman over here end up being my neighbor. But let me say, <laughs> let, me, let me say this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, some things can just naturally happen by default. 
not expecting it. And, that, and, and so that's my testimony. Uh, sometimes uh, by being in the right place, uh, uh, what may appear to be the wrong time, which, which was the right time, things can happen positively by default. And, and that's my testimony. We'll, we'll speak on that on another uh, episode. Al- 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 but before you go, can I say this? Yes. When he says the right place, y'all, I was at a place in my life, I didn't know exactly what was going on. Where God was leading me to be made no sense to me. Mm. Remember, God has me in other activities. Yes, I still want a husband. Yes, I still want this. But something in me is greater. His voice in me is greater about other things. And that's what happens. So if you have sorrow and you're just saying, God, when is somebody coming? Are you going to send me somebody? When you commit Commit yourself to God, that voice of him strengthening your heart for other things that he wants you to focus on, it becomes greater. And I end up moving to a place. And like I said, we'll get into a little bit more of this later in another podcast. I end up moving into some apartments where this gentleman over here was my neighbor. (laughs) And, And here's the thing. You can be walking and talking in a dead situation and come across a living situation and and I'm gonna leave that alone we'll talk about it (laughs) right so we end up um you know meeting each other through the grace of God to where him and I were actually friends for a year so here it is you know we we even if we were friends we didn't exactly know what was going on we had some other things or situations people now remember guys we were single we weren't married we were not attached um to anyone in in being engaged we had some you know some similar yet separate situations going on in our lives if that was he was dating or I was wanting to date or talking to other people occasionally um I was definitely in prayer I was dating okay well he was dating I was dating I was not so much in that solid dating place anymore I was open to talking to people but God had me so busy with other things that was the least of the concern on my mind at the time but what we're saying is just like he said it ended up being a right place I thought it was the wrong timing I was like God this this area and location over here I feel pulled I feel almost dragged to this situation or this location in the best way and God ended up blessing me by us meeting becoming friends so we want to say to someone today that (laughs) that weight that pain in a weight. We talk to couples sometime and we love the fact that we can encourage others. They encourage us. I, I just want to say, stay ready. Stay ready. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, my thing here, and this is what I'm going to say uh, before we close out. Uh, don't take it lightly to go put fuel in your gas tank because you never know. Don't take it lightly when you just go because you're doing the natural things and you're Absolutely. going to go to the grocery the store, store. <laughs> or, or, or just taking care of small errands. Absolutely. You never know that moment. You never know that moment. And what we want to encourage to someone today, because I felt in my heart that there are people that are waiting. There are people that are in pain. Mm-hmm. There are people that are struggling in their dating relationships, not knowing if they should continue with someone, being confused. God, sometimes can, can we will I, have yeah. confusion. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, we know that God is not the author of confusion, but right. sometimes while we are waiting, you know, we, we just kind of, I, I guess I shouldn't say the word confusion. We kind of ponder, right, right, right. what should I do? God, should I go this way? Should I go that way? Some of us are just fed up, maybe hanging on by a string. And I know you, honey, you was about to say yeah. something, hanging on by a string, right. but we want to encourage someone today, just like Psalms 27 and 14 is saying, wait on the Lord guys. He's going to strengthen your heart. And then if you go to Psalms 31 and 24, be of good courage. Right. Know that God's blessing and promise that he has for you is going to be so much more heavier in glory mm-hmm. than a weight of your pain right now while you're waiting. Let me ask you this question. I okay. I to cut you off. Um, were, you, uh, were you masked? Or should I say, where you dressed up, uh, where you looking your best when I, when, I, when I laid eyes on you? No. God, okay, y'all, okay. he done threw okay. a curveball out there. Okay. Actually, I was at work. I was at work. Uh-huh. Guys, and guys, we were uh-huh. probably going to end up sharing so, just so, a little bit so, more, so y'all. So what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, listen, listen, what I'm simply saying is, is the natural look of things. Okay, when you step out of the house, you know, dressed up and make up and and even men, you know, lined up, edged up, everything else like that, suit and tie. Sometimes Uh it'll just naturally come Mm, when when you least expect it and when you when you just looking natural. Right. And just being who you are That's in it. Christ. Don't try to impress. Don't now. Of That's course, you, you know, you don't want to. You, you don't want to go out there looking any kind of <laughs> like way. A slump, but, but what we are saying right. is don't try to put an over impression of something that is not you naturally just be who you are. Right. And I think that's what God, you that's know, that- made me fall in love with myself as his daughter, made me see some of the mistakes that I made in dating. Um, and he just told me to wait on him. You, you know, my, my take on it, ladies, you don't have to have a, a, a $350 uh, eyelashes <laughs> to, to, to catch the eyes of, of a real man. Or, right, or absolutely. Guys, guys, you don't have to put on all that extra jewelry to catch the eyes of a real, real woman. Absolutely. Or think men that it's in your pocketbook. Right. Now I will say this, like we go back to that list of (laughs) expectations. We have to have expectations, but do you not know that the greatest and the most richest and wealthiest man is a man of God first? And then he adds all the other things. And then the woman of God that truly is adorned, she adorns herself in Christ, is not about what she has adorned, adorning herself on the outside with clothes or hair or lashes. Those things can be beautiful. But my husband made a great point. When we finally laid eyes really upon one another, he was in his just, hey, at the house, and so was I, actually coming from work. And, but we, I want to talk about that process that I was going through before I met him. Mm. Some of those years, I was not content. Mm. I was upset. Sometimes I was even angry at God, Mm. saying, God, are you going to marry me? Are you going to put me with someone? Mm. But God would continue to encourage me through his word and say, am I your father? Do I know more than you? Do you know the plans that I have? Were you there when I put the sun in the sky? So we have to continue to remember, guys, this word is powerful mm. and it's more powerful than the emotions that we can feel. And when you are just like he just said, just plainly through your day, 
enjoying who you are in life. That is when God drops that that precious gift on you that you weren't even expecting. Absolutely. And I can talk about the process of doing whatever you've been doing and, mm-hmm. and coasting and going along. And then by default, sometimes, you know, where grace and mercy abides and where God comes in, man, you know, uh, I can tell you the highs and the lows and tell you what to do and what not to do while you're going through when you're going to relationship to relationship believing. And so those are the things that you also have to watch out for because you can go into relationship to the next relationship and spinning your wheels, spinning your wheels, thinking that, okay, she's the one, she's the one, one. or he's the one. And then all of a sudden, man, you know, God say, look, I'm tired of this. I'm going to put someone in your face. This is worthy of. Okay. All right. Thank you. So these are these are two different scenarios. But why is that? Sometimes we have to slow down to ourselves. Sometimes we going and just going and going and trying to fulfill a need that is rightfully so to be met. But God is saying, do it in his way. And I think we want to leave God out of the dating and just get mad when we don't really meet anyone. What does that mean to really involve God? Mm. That means seeking him every day. That means talking to him when you're sad that you may be alone, talking to him when you're frustrated that you may not be with someone, Uh, you know, continuing to pray to God when you're disappointed about the person that you thought maybe it could have been. God, God has an answer. And try try not to lash out on your previous pain on new people that, that that really mean your good. And so these are some of the conversations that we could continue on in part two and part three. Right. Yeah. We're going to have a part two to this, guys, because we want to talk about we're just going to put that out, put some some other things out there. He and I both have been married and divorced before mm-hmm. being younger, um, having some relationships that have failed. Mm-hmm. So this thing may be deep in pain sometimes, mm-hmm. deep in pondering sometimes mm-hmm. what's going to happen in your life. But I just want to say this last word of empowerment. God is the alpha and omega. He is the beginning and the end. He knows what is in between as well. And that is even in all your relationships or even upcoming relationships. So be empowered. Know that God is going to strengthen your heart. That's it. While you are waiting, you never know. The next he or she that you need may be (laughs) in your garage, may be at the store, may be at the gas station, station, may be um, in your friend's apartment. So God is everywhere, right? <laughs> or, or, at, or at your next local gathering, or, or your barbecue, right. your 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 uh, family picnic, reunion, uh, pic- picnic, or picnic, get out and whatever. live life. Don't allow depression to come in and say, "God, as I'm waiting, maybe you're just not gonna do it for me." And what I was about to say, guys, it's just this last point. He will do it for you. God is omnipresent. He's omniscient. He is everywhere. So that means he can put your spouse, your soon-to-be spouse anywhere so stay encouraged guys we love you continue love to you. pray for us and know that god is going to strengthen your heart while you're waiting that's it and so remember be blessed keep be praying blessed and keep, keep praying keep praying bye bye